Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Real Vision Crypto. I'm Ash Bennington. Today, I'm joined by Francis Hunt, the crypto sniper. Welcome back, Francis. Thank you for having me back, Ash. Glad to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. I should say we're filming here uh, on April 11th. Obviously, quite a lot of price action right now in digital assets. Francis, what's going on? Oh, yes, indeed. Let's talk about it. Uh, the, one of the key points, actually, as a crypto sniper, uh, we, we're all macro technical across all markets, Ash. And I think what's happening is that people are coming to realize that there are uh, drivers outside the crypto market because officially we're in a high inflation environment. This should be Bitcoin honey badger season. Bitcoin should be charging. Um, everything should be all hunky dory. But there are macro drivers that are uh, playing a role here. Uh, in actual fact, um, if you okay, refer to the share screen, I've just put a couple of bullets in preparation um, for today's share. And one of the key aspects that I've always noticed that particularly more recently, now that we are a 1.5, 2 trillion, sometimes above 2 trillion market cap, uh, the, the fact of the matter is that institutional involvement that's been coming in has been uh, treating crypto as an asset class. And many people need to respect that. If they were original crypto guys, when it was, you know, a, a couple of million market cap, 10 million, 100 million, it was a bubble of its own. But as it got bigger and as institutions got involved, more things macro get involved as well. So I've put a list here on Bitcoin and crypto direction, if you can see here. Um, the dollar stroke DXY direction is very relevant now when you are in a fairly listing market, when you're not in absolute outright Bitcoin dominance bull phase, this starts to hang um, and have an effect, uh, the grand macro. Also, number two, uh, interest rates uh, and the rate of increase in interest rates, uh, everything to do with monetary policy is starting to come into uh, role and the market's perception thereof. So recently uh, at a macro level, whilst not a crypto discussion, you had one of the bigger doves saying um, on the Fed saying we're actually should be 300 basis points. That's 3% higher in interest rates than we are. That is a super hawkish statement, even though I think that's a gross understatement. It's a super hawkish statement for one of the biggest doves. So what does that mean? They want to drive interest rates higher. So you're having a lot of turmoil in the monetary uh, realm, both around inflation and interest rate policy in response there too. So this is causing a lot of ructions. And unfortunately, crypto is feeling like that little paper boat in this ocean. Normally the ocean is flat. We're in a bay. But now and then there's a bit of a storm and it's getting rocked uh, by that because by market cap size, the debt markets dwarf the, uh, the total 
market caps for equity and the currency markets, of course, uh, are a larger still. And there's a lot that's been going on on the currency markets. And last time we were with you, we actually highlighted a couple of currency things. We said the euro was going to go down and the yen was going to go down. There was a real tipping and structural problems in the currency markets. How was that going to affect crypto? And we're starting to see a little bit. Also, the correlation. We were one of the first uh, that regularly does Bitcoin versus NASDAQ um, tech valuations. We will visit that chart again today when we talk about Bitcoin. Um, so the correlation has been pretty tight uh, between the tech direction and uh, Bitcoin. And you've also got to remember, you probably want the composite in there rather than uh, just, you know, the mega caps that are cash flow generative. Um, the, the other points that I talk about is there's a deflation event being built up by the structural breaking. We are the Titanic, and I don't know if you remember the film, but the boat lifts out, and at one point, then the boat actually splits in two. There's too much tension, too much weight. The support for the system is going, and it breaks in half. Um, and in my assessment, we are at that Titanic halvening moment as part of the end of the old uh, where we're going to be brought into a new financial system. All of this is not crypto-specific, but deeply crypto-dominating. Um, and a deflationary event, whether it's something that comes out of one of the World Economic Forum's predictions, um, but we've already had the yield curve inversion, for example. Uh, and last time, can I remind, because a lot of people are quite docile. It's one of the best uh, indicators. So let me just pull that point in there. Uh, I was just shuffling them uh, as we did. The yield curve inversion is a very dangerous event. It's one of the most reliable fundamentally. And it says you're going to be hit by that deflationary event. Now, the deflationary event could be we've just had the war, uh, Ukraine, Russia, but that's already baked in. You could have, let's just say, the bank hacking that's allegedly Russia or North Korea, or whatever the narrative comes out. What's that going to do to the crypto markets? There's a lot of downside risk. Yield curve inversion, many people say, yes, but that normally takes 17 months to 33 months. I want to remind everybody that the last yield curve inversion on the tens and twos was October, September, October of 2019. We knew already about uh, the pandemic around December, January, and by March, we were in a lockdown. That's under six months. But unfortunately, the time frame to when lightning strikes, in my opinion, is shortening. The system is more fragile, more sensitive to interest rate swings, more indebted as a result of the pandemic. And as a result, minor moves have big amplificational effects. So that is why I have, I'm in the all of current short-term risks are to the downside. And this leads to a system failure, the problem reaction in that Bretton Woods mark uh, two moment. On the macro, when you listen to Raoul talk about the great exponential, he's absolutely on the money. And I think uh, his uh, comments there are for the five-year and the 10-year and beyond. And Kathy Woods, if she survives this system, uh, the metaverse will be coming. But as you'll probably recall, Amazon went up to $106, then crashed to seven, and then went on to multiple thousands, taking stock splits into account. I'm worried about the down leg, how many people we lose in that process, and what you can do in the meantime with regards to that. So let's just deal with number one and go to the charts. 
the dollar index. This is something we've shown uh, to you guys a couple of times. And we've said the dollar is gaining strength, but it's important to qualify that. It's gaining strength on against the, who it's being measured against in the dollar index. So if I just highlight the currencies that the dollar is typically being measured against, it's these ones, the pound, very strongly the euro, there's a bit of yen. There is, of course, the Swiss franc as well that I've not included. But the dollar is being measured against what I'd refer to as the weaker uh, Western nations that are non-commodity uh, exporters. They typically import commodities, have higher relative debt. Um, it's unclear or they have low gold holdings. Think of Great Britain that sold their, you know, their 400 tons of gold at the, the 2,000 browns bottom. Uh, and the euro is yield curve uh, contemplating. Uh, control contemplating, and the Japanese are already doing it. Whilst on the other hand, the currencies that are low relative debt, ironically, the ruble is extremely low. We called the USD ruble for the upside, but you wanted to close that short. Now, it's almost an export commodity, uh, and it's got a high value in gold. So you've actually got the commodity currencies to these sides. So just looking at the Dixie, you've got to be uh, bear in mind, we're talking about dollar strength relative to a lot of weaklings. It's not the most beautiful in the lineup, but in the comparison that it's been drawn against, it is winning that. What we found is as the dollar is being strong, it is lent on Bitcoin when we're not in the major move. The, the big first cup gold nuggets mega break that we had on Bitcoin that ran to its highs was all during the printathon that occurred in dollars from here down on the dollar index. So again, Bitcoin was running from the 10K all the way through to the 64K. Here you go into 20 and then you got uh, May was the other high over here. And you can see this correlates very strongly to the relative lows of the dollar index. And that was a perfect alignment of currency proliferation of the dominant currency of the world and Bitcoin's response as a anti-fiat when fiats were weak. But unfortunately, the corollary has a role in here. And this is what's been happening. We called this inverted head and shoulders. And we said, actually, the dollar index is going to go back up. And a lot of this has got to do with euro weakness and dollar relative strength to that category, as I've already highlighted. And this was your inverted um, head and shoulder draw. And that's made target now. And many people are shocked to see us being dollar bulls because, of course, the dollar currency is supposed to end. It's in, inside the context of the dollar index, again, against those specific currencies. Nice little um, bull flag there, and then a push through the 100 level. And that's invalidated a technical ban that we yeah. created at the point of uh, all the way across here when we initially reversed down with all the proliferation. So, Francis, I should ask, we've just crashed through uh, that 100 level here, I think this morning for the first time uh, on April 11th. Does that have a psychological impact when we get into the triple digits on Dixie? It does. I think it does. But I also think it rests here. And that's part of how markets typically respond. So you've got a bit of a shooting star. You're a little bit low vol, but I think that rests a little here. As I've said, a lot of this is driven by uh, uh, dollar uh, strength and euro land weakness. But I think we churn a little bit before. The bad news is what is, is on the longer term, I think we see further erosion in the euro. So if I go back and answer this question to the fullest extent, this is our macro draw that we've had. And we've also shown here uh, a couple of times, it's so macro that I'm probably gonna have to do a two-month. So every candle represents two months here. 
uh, and I'll steal that extra little bit of real estate. I might even have to do three. This has been a macro falling wedge of this currency against all those others. And what we've done is we've broken it and we're in a winding up state over here. So amazingly, despite uh, the dollar's weakness, we think you're in a breakout and you'll see 110 plus coming. But what typically happens at psychological levels, like the 100, which is this blue line I've drawn all the way through here, is that you normally will, you've had quite a surge there. You break it with momentum and you'll have a little bit of a rest period as per this orange line. And then you go again. During this window, that could bring a little bit of relief to Bitcoin. So I'm going to bring in the Bitcoin chart and try to tie up this narrative because we've got some interesting crypto charts to uh, show you as well. But it's so important to understand this macro. So hopefully I've answered your question there, uh, Ash. We expect further higher on the, the long term, but you may rest for now. Hey there, revolutionaries. Thanks for tuning in. For more content like this, head over to realvision.com forward slash crypto and get unfiltered access to the most brilliant minds in finance and crypto. Join our community of lifelong learners for exclusive access, unparalleled education, and unbiased insights.